You're probably wondering why you're not hearing the random drum shots and guitar licks and all that jazzy stuff that we usually start our episodes with. I wanted to take a quick moment before this next episode to tell you about Star Tales. If you grew up reading comic magazines like Shonen Jump, you're going to love Star Tales. It's an indie manga magazine packed with comics from chess showdowns and courtroom dramas to battling bands and fantasy street gangs, plus standalone guest comics. This project is fully funded, so back it on Kickstarter to get the very first issue and help Star Tales reach some of their stretch goals, including funding future issues. Now, why is this being said before an episode of Comics on the Spot? Well, this is being run by our very own Sam Owen, which he is doing his own work on, as well as Darren Vogt, who is also doing some story and art on this project. So as a fan of this project, please go out, check out Star Tales on Kickstarter. Please back them any way you can. All support is appreciated and show some love. Now here's the show. I, I bought it straight up for the art. I saw the art. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this. Yeah, <laughs> everything you've been posting. Even, like, yeah, it's, it's uh, has been extraordinary. That's what draws me for everything. Like, it's all about the the writing is always important, but you know, comics is the one medium where I will judge a book by its cover. Uh, mm-hmm. I I see that art is the first thing that jumps out at me, and same thing inside the pages. Like, I've read some books that the art wasn't something that I jived with and I couldn't finish the story because of the art. Yeah. I have um, definitely experienced uh, some things like that. I won't name names because I feel like that's just kind of bad juju to be like, yeah, yeah this book sure. sucks. <laughs> um, but I'm, yeah, no, I'm totally with you where it's like you, sometimes the art is just, it's, it's not, it's not simpatico and you can't, it, it's a, it's a, a blended medium. You know, you need mm-hmm. all the pieces in order to, to get a real, uh, real good um, comic. So. That's right. I'm sure absolutely should judge a book by its cover when it's a comic. I'm I'm sure I'm a drop in the bucket here, but uh, one thing in particular, like I love your use of color. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Just very unique. I I always tell the story that that came as a result of me being very bad at coloring and just deciding one day that I was only going to use three colors. Um, And I do a little bit more than that now, but (laughs) it's just like, I'm only using three. And I'll, I'll blend them like 50, 50 sometimes if I, if I really feel like I have to, and I'll do some lighting and whatnot, but I'm only using three colors from now on. Um, I couldn't name any like names, but there's so many instances where I feel like people that say, oh, this is what I was bad at. Um, that's usually the thing I like most about their work. It does tend to happen a lot. Yeah. I think it's because, you know, when you, when you understand something that you're bad at, you work to get better at it. And, um, you know, I'm sure I've got lots of blind spots of things that I hope I will be like, I'm bad at this now, and I'll just get super good at that in the future. Color's yeah, not a bad place. We're going to get the best I of the best. Same way with color. I mm. spent a long time working on my line art and just recently started trying to do more color. Just, I mean, if not for the sake of, like, the algorithm. I think your color is an algorithm. Yeah, I think your color is really great. Yeah, you your, your stuff's always super pro. Thank you. Darren, you're good too. <laughs> Shucks. It's too many artists on this call. <laughs> yeah, this is an artist's podcast. So. Sorry, I was going to say, you know how many times I feel bad that when I, I like I compliment one of these gents and then I'm like, oh crap, did I over compliment them and now the other one's going to think I like this one better than the other one? I'm in like a three, I'm in like an open <laughs> marriage right now. I'm keeping a tally of how way. many 
of how many and how what kind of compliments you I give each of us. Well, it's always even. I think that maybe even. we should just make a rule. Make a rule for this episode that if you want to get a compliment, just say something bad about yourself and you know cast the line out there, and we'll, we'll see that, that you need a compliment, and we'll bite the hook and you can reel it back in. Um, and, and that'll just, make, just smooth it over. <laughs> hey, John, do you have a count of uh, of who gives you the most compliments? I'd say probably you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not keeping track, but you're the, you you always just. To keep telling me that I, I'm good when I don't believe you. So if anything, you're just a liar. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna reach out across this computer screen and smack you. Yeah, man. All love. Like I said, it's a. I'm in a open marriage with you three, you two, and now 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 Brandon is just oh boy. jumping in here. I think I've bit off more than I everyone's welcome in. <laughs> so this is a show about talking. Well, it is, but this is a show about making comics. Uh, this is comics on the spot. And if you didn't know, this is an improvised comic book podcast. Uh, all this conversation has thrown me off my usual hubba bub. So thank you guys for doing that to me. Uh, what we do on this show is every week we generate a new sentence uh, or a prompt and we make a comic off of that and then you can go up to comics on the pod.com to read that comic for free and uh, then you can you know subscribe and do all that stuff that people tell you to do to you know keep coming back for more so let me introduce our artists here because you know everyone's just been talking no one's been saying names you just know the names from before so we're gonna we're gonna start from darren darren vote. hey there how are you What's up? I'm doing great. I'm, How about you? Good, good, good. I'm, I'm really off my intro today, but you know what? We're just going to go with the flow here. We're just going to ride it out because next up we got, oh God, I'm, I'm, I'm dry today. Uh, we got, the, we got, we got sizzling, sizzling Sam. <laughs> it's more oh, of, a, of a simmer. Than a this, is a sim- this is a simmering Sam. Yeah. And our very special guest for this episode is... And let's see if I butcher this. Brendan Albetsky. Wow, that was that was perfect. You did it. Oh, yes. Score. Very nice. I'm, I'm I'm amazed. I'm impressed. You know, it's actually, it's completely phonetic, but people they get intimidated by it. It's a lot like Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> Here we go. I, I <laughs> knew I would be able to bring it back. This is an Elden Ring podcast. Now we're not doing a comic today. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll do a call. Somehow you're going to make whatever we generate into Elden Ring. Well, um, I don't know if we're going to make it into Elden Ring, but I'm I'm on the show. You guys better get ready to draw some swords because because that's what we're about. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm okay. I'm cool with that. I don't know. I don't know how much I can steer it in the direction of Elden Rings, knowing next to nothing about it. But I'll try. Presumably, presumably, there's a ring that's pretty old. Actually, uh, a couple it's of broken. them. It's broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is no ring. It's broken. <laughs> I actually didn't pay mistake. I didn't pay attention to the <laughs> intro cutscene, so I don't even know that either. <laughs> don't even know about the loathsome dung eater, and you call yourself an Elden Ring fan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm just a person that likes punishment. <laughs> so, Brendan, has anyone ever told you that the the last two letters of your first name and the first two letters of your last name spells anal? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> oh shit! Did I just ruin it? <laughs> Man, so my my middle name is Matthews, and um, my parents were really concerned that um, kids were going to make fun of me on the playground because my initials were B M. 
mm-hmm. which never happens to me. Uh, but that's very close to what you just said in terms, both in terms of how hard you had to stretch to get there, uh, and <laughs> something that you know nobody in their right mind would ever actually say to a person. But no, I have never considered that before. Dragon, but I will now. <laughs> I just feel like. I could say that too. I feel like we've already got you know good rapport going on here. I feel like I could tell you these kind of things. I only say it because I was looking at your website, uh, brendanelbetsky.com. You know, everyone mm-hmm. should go there. And my eyes just went straight to the word anal. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I think that says more about you, at? John. Yeah. It does. I'm, I'm going to be really self-conscious them. about this from now on. <laughs> you're only gonna go by brandon I'm just sorry. just for that just for that i'm plugging my comic y'all should uh go to my coffee page and read mario Kira destroy the moon the first two issues are available now uh in digital but of course there's going to be a printed volume coming out this spring from castane publishing um that i think you're going to really enjoy so that's punishment for you uh, anytime you talk about anal again i'm going to do another plug <laughs> I hope you know that that's not punishment because I'll plug the hell out of your shit. <laughs> I bought your book for fuck's sake. <laughs> I appreciate that. I really do. I bought it for the art. I'm just going to look that's at good. the pictures. I'm that's, kidding. I'm kidding. That's 90% of the reason that I'm here. So, you know. Yeah. So, Brendan, so we, we know who you are. You told us. But mm-hmm. for the people that don't know who you are, tell us about you, where you came from, your podcast. We know about your book. Marakura destroyed the moon. So let us know a bit more about you. So yeah, uh, you mentioned my podcast. It's not my podcast. It's a it's a, a group of, of four wonderful gentlemen uh, talking about Grant Morrison's The Invisibles. It's called the King Mobcast. Uh, we haven't done an episode in like four months now, but uh, <laughs> COVID hit us pretty hard. But uh, oh, you know, I think we're about 34 issues into the series now. So we really uh, dive into the meat of it. And um, we are going to do the whole thing. It's just taking maybe a little bit longer than uh, than previously thought. But that's a great time. Um, of course, I do all kinds of illustrations and, and um, you know, work for hire stuff. If you're looking for a hired gun to draw interiors or covers or pinups or whatever you got. And uh, yeah, read Mario Cure, Destroy the Moon. Uh, it's on Webtoon. If you're short of change, uh, we update once a week and we just started chapter four. So if you're impatient, oh. you want to buy it all now, um, you can read up through the end of chapter five. Um, but if you want to wait until the end of July uh, to get to that point, then, you know, you just read it on Webtoon. So. That old Webtoons. How are you finding that whole experience there? Um. The reason I'm there is because I, my wife has a cousin who's uh, like 22 now, and um, but all their friends are uh, really into Webtoon, and they wanted me to get on Webtoon, and then and I was like, well, I, I can't think of a reason not to, other than I'm a dinosaur old man who has no business being here. Oh. Um, but I, I, I got on there and, um, you know, I got a small following and a couple thousand views on the comic now, so it's, 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 it's cool. Yeah, it's been all right. <laughs> Awesome. You do you have to change your format to scrolling or do you just put the regular pages on there? Uh, I, I do not do their um, infinite scroll format of floating panels. One, I don't like the way that it looks. Um, yeah. And two, I am not about to reformat my entire comic. Um, my comic is very art heavy. My paneling is very weird and tilted and skewed and does not is not conducive to like guided reading. Um, so I leave the pages as is and, um, Webtoon actually automatically puts them into the right aspect ratio to, to go into, you don't have to like put a, do a special resolution. They lower the hell out of your resolution. Like they really, Mm. it's, it's, it's 
bad. Um, but you know, if as an option for people to read it for free, which I think is an important thing to have, um, I think it's pretty good. Cause there's not really a lot of alternatives, right? Like tapas and, uh, just doing your own website. Yeah. Which seems to be the way a lot of people want, want to go with. Yeah. The only thing with the webtoon is that you have that kind of built in audience, social platform. Like people can find your stuff a lot easier. I'm sure. Yeah, I think I think that to a certain That's degree it is a little part of it, but a lot of the native audience of webtoons has a very specific like um, thing that they want. Like they want the the scrolling, and they want I don't know. There's like a house style that they're really after. I mean, unless something's changed, I think the most popular comic on webtoon is something is a comic called Lore Olympus, which is about greek gods fucking each other um from oh, what i can oh. gather and uh, i think it's a little less graphic than that you know but it's 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 romance um and that's yeah. that's probably the strongest genre on webtoon is romance so um that's not me but that's fine um <laughs> i just yeah. wanted a place to, to have a free option for the fans <laughs> speaking of free options let's get into it yes Ooh, good one. let's generate our prompt so brendan I want yes. you to pick a number between one and ten, and I'm going to find a random sentence that falls under that number, and then I'm going to say it to you guys, post it in our little chat here, and away we go. What is the most common number that you have seen picked on this show? <laughs> Can't tell you because I forget as soon as I say it. Hmm. I feel like it's like a really small sample size. <laughs> My natural inclination is three, to five, pick- and seven. Ah, see, as I was saying, my, my natural right inclination is to pick seven, but I'm not going to do it because I, I want to break the mold. So I'm going to pick six. All right. Just one. kidding. Everybody said six. God damn it. <laughs> You're stuck with it, though. Three, four, five, six. Oh, my God. You guys are going to fucking kill this one. I'm just going to walk away from this one. You ready? I hope it's going to kill it. Like, eater. like good or, or bad? <laughs> Knowing... You guys and Brendan, the little I know about you, but like how, the, the the conversation that we've had before everyone came in and just seeing your art and that you're a cool guy overall. Um, yeah, you guys, I'm just going to walk away. Is it going to be like the strong lady killed the robot with a big sword? Because that's kind of, <laughs> that, that'd be perfect for me. <laughs> it's, it's more, it's more simple than that, but there is so much potential here. This is the most I've talked about a sentence ever. This this list that I've pulled, like you could be a letdown any. now. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta stop edging us. I'm not edging you. Oh my god! <laughs> I was just the last thing I was gonna say was that I I what I do is I generate ten and then I find the one and mm-hmm. you could have picked any of the the ten on this list and it would have been a good one. So Tuesdays are free if you bring a gnome costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> well, <laughs> Tuesdays are free if you bring a gnome well, costume. Somebody's yeah. got to start us off with the obvious: uh, a restaurant. Um, yeah, you know, you know that uh, you get a free meal if you come in. Yeah, you, you know you you got it. Get a free um, piece of pizza at Chuck E. Cheese when you get all B's on your report card. It could be like a D&D themed restaurant or something like that. 
Dungeons and Dragons and Diners and Drive-Ins and Dives. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my joke. I don't know whose joke that is, but I can't be mine. <laughs> All I know is that now I really want to have whatever happened bring in Guy Fieri to talk about this place wherever they are, even if it's not a restaurant. <laughs> I feel like you could do like a, a, a real medieval fantasy styled Guy Fieri where he's like, it, it's a it's the flame shirt, but it's a wizard robe. Oh and he's God. got, you know, the hair uh, and, and maybe instead of glasses, he's got like an opera mask or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Flavor Town has an E at the end of it in this case. <laughs> Ye old Flavor Town. <laughs> and you just have like a, oh, oh God. And in the kitchen, in, 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 in the kitchen, you just have a donkey man stirring a big pot of sauce. Because <laughs> of donkey sauce. You know, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how much everybody knows about Guy Fieri, but <laughs> oh my god that's cold okay so i like the idea of going medieval with it i obviously i i'd love to do a guy fieri thing if it doesn't take us there it doesn't take us there but i i like the idea of going medieval with it what do you guys um where where are your minds going brendan let's start with you like usually like you've heard us say before Mm -hmm. we try to go with the most opposite thing you know sure Sure. Um, we like to take that first obvious thing and uh, mm-hmm. like an Elden Ring, uh, drop it into the fire of Mount Doom. That's, that's not what happens. That's not what happens and you're, and you're pissing me off. <laughs> Maybe I need to play it. Yeah, you really should. It's very to, to learn some stuff about it. Just watch the opening cutscene and you can you can laugh at the loathsome dung eater like I did. <laughs> My favorite character. Um... So mm. yeah, I, I I like the idea of going medieval with it. Um, what 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 is the most? Ob- you said that like the most obvious idea is like the restaurant where you wear a gnome costume and you, you get it for free. So that's that's not yeah. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't know like a like a medieval inn or something, and uh, yeah, maybe like I, a free night stay rather than a free meal. Um, I, I, or... I like the idea of the story being someone who is ashamed to put on a gnome costume and is trying oh, to yeah. get the free deal without having to put the gnome costume on. <laughs> um, and so you have a lot of other people who are just like, it's just, just, just put a gnome costume on. I'm like, no, I would, I would feel ridiculous. I'm, I'm above that. I can't. <laughs> I'm thinking about how I would react in this situation. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I guess what, what, what free thing are they trying to get first? Like what's the... What's the goal? Hmm. Tuesdays are free. If you bring a gnome costume, you don't even necessarily have to. (laughs) What about like drinks and it's like a big old girls night, but like gnome costumes, (laughs) gnomes (laughs) night. It could be like, um, like fortune telling or something. Like you get to look into Galadriel's mirror for free if you wear a gnome costume. Who's Ooh, I like that? Galadriel from that, that's from Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That's a Lord of that's the from, Rings. That's from that's from Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you said Elden Ring, I'd still be like, who? Because <laughs> I don't pay attention to the story, get it? <laughs> right, right, right. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh... I'm so what's like I, I love I love free giveaways because it's always like the stupidest thing. Like what is the dumbest thing that a medieval peasant could want could want to for, get free. for free? Free pitchfork. 
it's got to be like sack of and I and I, I was I knew I was going to try to get this into into like being about the loathsome dung eater. It's got to be like a sack of manure, sack of manure, yeah. To to you know to 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 sow into your fields to to increase your crop yield, and <laughs> you could have you could have like this uh, <laughs> this medieval lord is just this petty asshole. Uh, who's set up this day where it's just like, you know, to, you got to come to the town square to get your fertilizer to make crops that I'm going to steal from you and, 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 and keep for myself and hoard. Tuesdays, if you dress up like a gnome, uh, I'll give it to you for free. Uh, just like just just like a real bad, bad man. Uh, and you could have our kind of our, our, our hero of the comic is coming in. They're going to steal all of the manure. Uh, and they're not putting the gnome costume on because they, they refuse to be humiliated by this guy. You know, just I'm you know going to take the manure and redistribute it among the people. Let's let's make a communist comic. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Darren. Well, I was just going to say, like, uh, this guy is uh, offering the manure, but like taking it away also. I think and it's they're trying to where- counteract that. I think it's a situation where it, it's it is uh, you know a, a necessary thing for farming, um, but you have to buy it from the same guy who's gonna who's gonna take all your crops. Like it's it's just like a real exploitative system. It's a it's a real nasty piece of work. <laughs> what I was gonna say was, not only what I want to add more to the whole gnome thing, and. Mm. I want to try to think of what kind of stigma can we put on gnomes that, you know, dressing up as a gnome is not just embarrassing. It's something bad could happen to you by dressing up as a gnome. Like, are they seen as like cursed or, you know, you know know where I'm going with that? Like if you beat up a gnome, you get his gnome gold. So, so like trying to get to the town square dressed as a gnome is just a a hazard field of people trying. I wish I could say I knew. I wish I could say I knew more about gnomes other than the lawn variety of them, like lawn gnomes. Yeah, I think I think that the you know the the stereotypical gnome is kind of um, you know a tinker and a, a machinist of sorts. Even in like your medieval setting, I'm thinking back to like my 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 Dungeons of Dragons play my Dungeons of Dragons players <laughs> handbook. Um, I think that's like where the gnomes usually fall into is is you know illusion magic and like traps and stuff. I'm having such a tough time with this one, and I'm not sure why. It's because I just feel like uh, we're trying trying hard here. It's because John just like made us think that we were going to knock it out of the park and i still think you guys will will. i think what i'm kind of thinking along the lines of is maybe more like a convention setting kind of going back to that like making it more D &D centric and not just like literally a fantasy world but like Mm -hmm. like if you come in dressed as a gnome you get like I don't know something something relevant to like a convention, like a D and D convention. Like you get a free set of dice or something, or you get like free entry if you dress. I as feel a gnome. free picture I feel like with that's the George the, R. R. Martin cutout. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's the type of setting that like dressing as a gnome is the most um, accepted. Um, what if we like? 
took it into like a setting that's um, way left field of that, uh, way left field of um, medieval, like, I don't know, um, some kind of corporate event um, where the the food and dinner or the maybe not food, uh, get away from that. Um, I don't know, the drinks, the games are free or whatever, but only if you bring the gnome costume because, I don't know, the boss is an asshole or something. Um, but just anything where it's like a little more humiliating because I think I think in a D&D or medieval setting, like the medieval setting could be. What, what if what if it's the garden gnome production company and you have to come dressed as a gnome <laughs> oh, of you? God. And that's just the boss's way of humiliating his workers is they have to dress up as the. It's like, what do they normally have to pay for that they would get for free? I gotta say that I'm Darren you said you're no good with gnomes I'm even worse because I'm just looking them up right now and I thought that the only type of gnomes there were were garden gnomes I did not think that they were mythical creatures oh yeah (laughs) so I knew but the garden gnomes are the ones I am most familiar with I mean, I think when, when you're talking about like a gnome costume, you're thinking red conical hat, big Santa beard, and the blue tunic. Like that's that's what yep. pops into my yeah. head when I think yep. of a gnome yep. costume. I, I wouldn't be able to identify a gnome if it wasn't dressed like that. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I've I've always I because I think I like, feel like Dungeons and Dragons was my first introduction to the concept of a gnome, and I've always seen them as kind of like sideways hobbits like they're you know they're they're pretty much this they fill that same kind of role if you've seen seen the film nomeo and juliet you'll know <laughs> my daughter sherlock has gnomes that. <laughs> yeah. oh my god well how many more puns can we go with this is there like a whole gnomeverse oh my god I if there's if there's two if there's two whole movies like sherlock gnomes and, and nomeo and juliet like somebody is I, somebody is making these Somebody is watching them. And puns. Yeah. Somebody wants more of them. Daddy, daddy, when's the next gnomes movie? God, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. Just I don't, I don't have kids. <laughs> well, when you do, just don't let them see that then. I'm never, they're not even going to know that gnomes are a thing. Probably the same time they make another Playmobil movie or what? whatever that, that one with them. Playmobil um, movie? Or it was something with like Daniel Radcliffe. It was kind of like a Lego movie sort of sideways thing. I gotta look this up. Playmobil movie? I think that's what it was. Oh my god, there was one. It came out yeah. in 2019. What? Yeah. That, no, it didn't. That's 18% that's <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and Anna Anya Taylor-Joy, the chess lady. Uh, mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe. And... Jim Gaff- well, Jim Gaffigan will do anything. Yeah, that's true. Oh wow, this is—I I did not think Playmobil had the kind of uh, <laughs> the power the chaps to make a motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was that? What accent was that? I—I I don't know. I was just like scuzzy Hollywood executive. Because <laughs> Darren did an accent on one of the last episodes. I, Darren, I don't remember oh, what no. it was. But you, I don't remember what it was. But I you, feel like it was like, like some rough gangster. Uh, who knows yeah, yeah. what? Like Joy Z, uh, yeah. Um, here, here's a thought: tours of, tours of Stars Homes is is free if you do it in a gnome costume. 
like some like really public tour that would normally cost an exorbitant amount of money if you wear a gnome costume they'll give it to you for free like let you into a <laughs> theme park or something yeah i like i definitely like something like that that's like here they are in a setting where they stick out like a sore thumb like it's only worth it like because you're being humiliated you know like mm-hmm. in order to get it uh i just like went on a deep dive google search of like tuesday nights are free <laughs> um, <laughs> like there's concerts museums uh zoos um oh just but, imagining like like national lampoons vacations be like chevy chase dragging his kids to 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 know me world and you get in free on Tuesdays if you wear a gnome costume and like the mom and dad are just really excited to be wearing the gnome costume. And you get like maybe the five-year-old sister or whatever is like, yeah, the gnome costume. This is great. And then there's like the 13-year-old boy who's just, he can't. <laughs> he just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, something Actually, like that I think makes sense. Sorry, go ahead, Darren. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I like flipping the script uh, of what I was thinking and, and instead of it being like, one person against being in a gnome costume because it's humiliating everyone else is like all in for it like why not just make it full-on gnomicon or (laughs) something i don't know gnomicon like it's all about gnomes we're just living in their world (laughs) gnome can do no no more please (laughs) well yeah we don't need to think of it in such a way that it's like uh imagine this is like a giant gnome festival of like super gnome enthusiasts it's not weird if um the phrase becomes tuesdays are free if we bring a costume because it's only weird if it's like uh all like gnomes and you say tuesday nights are free if we bring it a gnome costume like that's the normal thing they would normally i don't know if that needed i don't know if that needed any <laughs> ex- explaining can i name the convention right now please yeah have a gnome man's land oh, God. Ooh. yeah no that's great it made me it literally made me put my head in my hand so that means it's fantastic um, <laughs> and then he cries. I hate it so much that that it means it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, something like a like a convention or a a theme park sort of thing where everyone else is on board. And I think if we're going like with the family scenario, it could be like a sullen teenager who's like not into it. Maybe it, um, could, be, it could be anything because like the sentence doesn't necessarily like establish the conflict. We can make it whatever. Maybe the the sullen teenager is uh, is short, and uh, is their ticket to get in because uh, would be perfect for the gnome costume. He's the only one who fits. Yeah, into it. yeah, but <laughs> you know, he, she, they don't want to subject themselves to to doing that. But like, literally, only the ones that would fit. That, the only one that would fit. That's an excellent idea. What if the reason – what if everybody super, would be super into putting on a gnome costume, but the reason that not everybody does it is because you have to do it to scale. Like it's hard <laughs> oh to actually God. physically yeah. fit into the gnome costume. Maybe they're like shopping at the the gnome outfit store <laughs> and the only fits are for – for the sizes uh, of, of the sullen teenager gardens. mentioned. 
No, no more trop sizes. Gnome Depot. Gnome Depot. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know why I agreed to do this. <laughs> Brendan's I, I cannot associate myself with this anymore. I think that I, should be the name of the convention. Gnome Depot. Gnome Depot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah that's I kind of like... Um, I kind of like the idea of uh, of like this, whether it's a store or convention or whatever, but there's all kinds of like um, costumes, outfits, merchandise, clothing, but it's all like for a specific size of person. And we have this family that everyone except for like the our main character is like super tall. And they just want to get in, but like the the short person wants no part of it. But like you're just in this store where like everybody else is like the same height, except for uh, the main character's family. And yeah, he's there. The they're the only way that they can get they can all get in to to Gnome Depot um, is uh, <laughs> is if the one kid who doesn't want to do it puts up puts on the gnome costume. Now the question right. is, do does do they put on the gnome costume or or not? And then on a cliffhanger. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, does the family learn a lesson or does the kid like change or what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, you could or color the kid it like, either way, really. The kid grits their teeth and does it for the sake of the family. I feel like the only way I'd be comfortable with that is if like the family backs down and is just like, no, it's okay. If you're not comfortable with it, you, you don't have to do it. Yeah. And they would be like, oh, no, I, I'll, I'll, I'll do it for you. Because you care That's about true. me, but only if you come with me to, um, I don't know. Oh could... yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Think of another shitty pun for for something else though. What's diametrically yeah. opposed to gnomes? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Gi- giant something. Mm, only if you come with me to to. I say giant lands, but I, I can't do that because that's the terrible Ernie Gygax. <laughs> <laughs> racist tabletop game company <laughs> I was thinking like troll something Tro- troll mart <laughs> you'll have to edit this so it sounds like we came up yeah, there right away super quickly <laughs> hang on I'm just gonna google troll puns real quick oh hey me too <laughs> 19 hilarious troll puns from punstoppable.com I don't believe you I mean, I'm not sure how nationwide this uh, franchise is, but there's Coles and oh, we have we have that. Change it yeah. to trolls. Trolls, <laughs> just spell it with an H. With a like T O T R O H L. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that would work since I like both clothing. Well, Gnome Depot. It sounds more like a. We can. Kind I of mean, we the... we could we could make this like an individual challenge where it's like. Who can come up with the best? Who can come up with the the worst puns? The worst, (laughs) worst best. I mean, that's 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 how puns work, I guess. But Um, yeah, instead of a family, we could just have it be like a friend, like one very large friend and one very very small friend. That's and they each need. (laughs) Yeah, they they each need each other to get into um, like. Tuesday nights are free if you uh, bring a gnome costume to Gnome Depot, but Wednesday nights are free at Trolls if you bring a troll costume. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's like a give and take. Yeah. Like are we talking about like actual trolls or like Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick trolls? Oh, uh, yeah, that could be. 
<laughs> wasn't thinking about the the media trolls. Uh, trolls <laughs> wanna have fun. Sorry, I've seen that movie too many times. <laughs> maybe, maybe ogres. Yeah, ogres something would be that, good something too. Something that is not something that will. There's there's plenty of ogre Shrek puns that we can. Oh yeah. Here. Oh yeah. An ogre. My okay. swamp. Swamps are us. Swamps are us. I don't know. Dress like an ogre knight. It's swamps are us. <laughs> Get a free onion. I figure out how to work out the, my this this Guy Fieri wizard and this donkey man into into this because I I like those character design ideas so much that I'm going to try to find a way to force them into to whatever we end up writing here. <laughs> yeah, this has turned into me just trying to find the like most um, collective pun that I can think of. That maybe it's like one um one big place that they're. Uh, they're at not just like a different like trolls and and gnome depot but it's like um like a shopping mall or like if i could somehow find a a pun that fits like bed bath and beyond but somehow shoehorn gnomes trolls and beyond or something (laughs) but like an actual good pun (laughs) (laughs) do you guys think we got all that we need I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we didn't, we didn't, um, we didn't nail down the puns, which yeah. is kind of. Uh, I guess it's important. I like Gnome Depot, by which I mean I hate it. No, um, no, it's perfect. It's it's. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna stick around, I think. But what's the antithesis to uh, to Gnome Depot? That's the thing that's gonna need more work, I think. Mm. But essentially, like our structure is. Um, tall person small person they mm-hmm. can't get into gnome depot or whatever the place is without um the person that's uh smaller getting in the gnome costume and uh the tall person mm-hmm. can't get into its antithesis uh shoot sorry the small person can't get into the other place without the tall person putting on a costume for something else and so they kind of gift to the magi yeah that by um maybe that's not an an apt uh comparison but basically they got to do it for each other (laughs) oh my god it has to end on that (laughs) it's not ogre it's never ogre but i mean i think i think that works as a structure like i don't there's a there's a nagging part of me that feels like there needs to be more but i don't mm-hmm. i think the rest of that can come out in the comic as it's drawn yeah it's just a, a simple tale of the given i think the skeleton the is there yeah yeah <laughs> shrek nato no thank you <laughs> thank you at all yeah and i think ogre load hmm. <laughs> i think we more or less have enough to go on yeah <laughs> Just be like, it's just TGI ogre. <laughs> <laughs> just, just completely give up. <laughs> TGI ANT. Oh, hey, that's not bad. So, presuming that it's, um, let's try and uh, throw it into two. Uh, so, the first page would be the setup of of these two characters the dilemma of um, one person can't get into 
this uh, gnome event, this gnome depot, because uh, their short friend needs to put on the gnome costume in order for them to get in. And th- I mean, I guess that would be enough for page one for yeah. the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the top of the next page, they work out their differences. And then the short friend says, okay, well, I'll do it as long as you do X for pun. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you do this for me with uh, the the You're feature that you have that for me next week, <laughs> <laughs> I need you to do the thing that I can't do so that I can get into the place I want to get into, and then deal the uh, end. And then I guess if you want to put a put a little bow on it, you could have like a panel of them doing that or something at the end. But yeah, I think two pages is certainly enough enough to It'll do be that. Our first two pager, and I, I, I'm I good almost, with that. I know it's like it, it's we don't want to feel too disappointed that we didn't kind of like land on the killer giant pun. But I think it might be fun if if there was different if if we if we all kind of found our own. <laughs> I don't know if we're all doing it, but um, that's part of the fun is um what happens behind the scenes uh, seeing who can yeah. who can one up the other the artist when we do have uh more than one um i'm so thrown well, off by uh the amount of pauses that we've done this time <laughs> it's okay it's, it's just been a thinking because i've been just trying to think of it so, from so many other ways it's so weird which ones are the the harder ones to yeah to laser in on well, like you think it's gonna like just slap you right in the head, but it doesn't. Um, like I was, I was looking at the other ones, and I'm like, you know what? This one probably would have done that too, or this one too. But you're right. Like you, it just seems like when you read it, it just seems so random and nonsense. And then <laughs> your mind doesn't go there. Maybe we just need to all get influenced in some way before we start. <laughs> I think this is, gonna, this, you know, this is going to be. I, you know, we're, we're we're getting to the point where we're past my bedtime now because I'm oh, not right, night owl anymore. But uh, <laughs> I got to work in the morning, guys. Um, but no, I think this is going to be funny. Um, you know, I kind of took it in a. How could you have not taken this in a humorous direction? That was yeah. one of the things I was thinking to myself. Was like, I'm going to make him do like a real freaking down and dirty gritty fantasy comic and it's like nah it's a gnome costume like oh you can't <laughs> well yeah, you can't expect that with me here no no it ain't gonna happen every but, chance uh, i get to take it that opposite direction um and make it funny you gotta kind of like uh push me down in order to to get it that way you know one of the which i encourage yeah and i i'm gonna i think part of the Part of what's going to come into mind, and I and I don't, it's going to be in some kind of fantasy setting. It might not necessarily be a medieval fantasy, but I think that part of part of what's going to be involved in mind is that two main characters are kind of human-ish, but you have everybody else around them might be like some kind of fantasy monster creature. Um, yeah, I like I, that a lot. Yeah, so I want to draw the donkey man, and I need an excuse to do that. So. <laughs> And yeah, the, the prompt, uh, the skeleton we have is open-ended enough that, I mean, it could be medieval. Like, there's plenty of room um, the on the outside of that skeleton. Ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It doesn't really but, matter what, what, what time it, it takes place in. This is kind of a genre-free sort of thing. We know there has to be some right. kind of fantasy trapping on it, but 
it's a it's a timeless tale of friendship well with friendship being the way it is i would say that we are done for today thank you brendan for coming on the show and, yeah thanks uh, for having me bringing your dung eaters and your trolls <laughs> and all your jazzy stuff um, i can't believe you cut out the the six hours of elden ring talk um oh, no, it'll, <laughs> I it'll like the people would have really liked that it's a bonus episode yeah <laughs> so people want to find you on the interwebs where would they yeah. go uh, well, you know, I found out that I'm I'm really insanely Googleable. So, you know, you just Google my name and you find all kinds of things about me. But uh, no, uh, BrendanAlbetsky.com is kind of your your center for all of your things that I do. Um, of course, I'm pretty active on Twitter at Hell to Breakfast, and I have the same handle on Instagram, though I don't do as much there as I used to. Um, but yeah, That's a you great know. Handle. Look- uh, yeah, it was the original name of my comic back when I did web comics in the the late the the, the late noughties. Um, <laughs> uh, and I just kind of kept it forever. But um, yeah, that's you know if you want to stay up to date on things like uh, my book coming out this year from Castain Publishing, Mario Kira Destroy the Moon, uh, Volume One, uh, that'll be available sometime uh, in this spring. Uh, and I'm going to talk about it a lot there. You know, I put all kinds of, kinds of art up. I draw a lot. And obviously, I'll be I'll be doing this comic uh, with you fine folks. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh, that's where you're going to want to look for me. Awesome. And you can check out uh, this po- this comic and all the other ones that <laughs> preceded it at comics, uh, www.comicsonthepod.com. All of our handles uh, for Instagram, Twitter, at comics on the pod. And guys, one day we're going to, we're going to secure comics on the spot. We just got to beat some people up first. You can follow me <laughs> at John S. Bernardo on Twitter. You can follow Darren at Darren Vote Art. And you can follow Sam at D. Sam Owen. Gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for having me on. This was this was a lot of fun. And uh, I, I can't wait to get started <laughs> on this. So, Thanks for being here, Brendan. We really appreciate it. Anytime. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for your time. And uh, take care. <laughs>